Yesterday I was, um, I went out, and I don't do that, like I usually, I'm a, I'm a homebody, I don't really sit by the house, I went out with my older brother, and um, we went to this small club, and it was a, it was a great time, uh, I remember there was this, this girl there, um, she was light-skinned, curly hair, had her hair in a ponytail. She had on these um, leopard top and an all black skirt. You could see her belly. And I mean, I was looking at her all night in reality. And I wanted to talk to her all night in reality. But I didn't. Uh, she had a friend. I talked to her friend. And, like, I, I could feel, like, you know, I was talking to her friend. And she's there. She was, like, trying to get in, move closer to kind of hear what we're talking about. And there was a moment where um, I was dancing. And our friends just started getting close and dancing. And she came in. And it was just me and these three girls dancing in a circle. And there was a moment where, like, I saw her getting closer and closer to me, and she was, her back was facing me. And there was a moment where I, I could have danced on her. Like, I could have moved closer and, you know, she would have danced on me. And I turned around, I looked away. I didn't dance on her. And then the vibe felt like it just dropped, like somebody dropped a bomb and it, the vibe was just it. Her friend was like, hey, let's go get some margarita, margaritas or something. And they walked away. And I walked away, I went outside, you know, and it just felt like I don't really wanna be here anymore after that. I remember I was kind of contemplating on it, like on the drive home, I was, um. First thing I was doing was I was, I was just imagining what would have happened if I would have danced on her, and just picturing the positive and like thinking to myself and making that other reality, like if I did dance on her. And then um, it kind of just dawned on me like I had a desire. towards her for like the majority of the night and that desire was never acted upon but the possibilities were there and I found this very interesting it's the desire for her brought the possibility up to talk to her or to dance with her but the choice had to be made to actually say something or to move my body and be under hers and start moving together. The desire brings up the possibility, but you still gotta walk through the doors yourself. And I remember feeling feelings of like regret and like doubt 
and uh, maybe this was a mistake that I didn't dance on her but thinking about it some more it's, it's a choice right you made a choice in that moment to not dance on her so you have to live with that and if you would have made a choice to dance on her you would have had to live with that too so it's a choice that you're making and it's up to you so you know you don't have to beat yourself up and think of it as a mistake it's a choice and you didn't make that choice to dance on her so now the feelings of oh, I wish I would have danced on her or fuck oh man I, I fucked that up you don't have to, I mean those feelings came but you don't gotta think like that bro you didn't dance on her you didn't make the choice so like if I may just oh like allow it allow it I thought that was very interesting and it was a fun night like I I talked to so many people and met so many cool people I met you know a DJ that worked there and that looked very interesting he was he had his DJ equipment and I went up to him I remember before going up to him I was like thinking about it I was sitting down and I kept looking over I'm like man that looks very interesting like that looks very cool you know I want to go over there and a part of me wanted to go over there but needed I didn't feel safe enough to just walk over there it wanted somebody else or something else to give me like the okay so I remember I said it to my brother I was like yo that DJ booth looks really cool I want to go over there and he was like go bro and that that was like alright now I can go over there and in reality I, as soon as I felt that I, I could have gone over there but there was a part of me that wanted the safety of somebody else giving me the extra push and I, I found that very interesting but I think people are very cool you know Something else I've been playing with is I've been trying to, when I see someone, if I'm driving my car and I'm, I walk and I'm, I'm, I see someone walking on the sidewalk or if I'm at work and somebody comes in or I'm talking to somebody, I've been trying to just see that person not as the way that I judge them when I'm talking to them not my perceived and my own inner judgments that I'm like putting onto them and putting them in their box and thinking about them in this way and making like a whole ideology of this person before I even know them I'm trying to just look at them from their essence and the truth of who they are at their essence and that I share that same truth. That who we are when we're naked, when we are without our, our bodies, that initial spark of energy, that initial thing that makes us aware and makes us able to talk and walk and think, 
and breathe and smile and laugh. The thing that when we die is weightless and you can't grab it and you can't even really think about it. That thing, I try to look at them from that point. And it's very difficult. And what I found is that the judgment comes first almost always. Like I'll see somebody and the, the judgment in my mind, which I've been just so accustomed to doing, that judgment will come first. And before I know it, I've made a judgment on this person. I've already basically created who they are in my mind without even thinking about it or without even speaking to them. So I've been trying to catch it mid-judgment and just go back to, okay, this person at their core and at their essence is the same as me, right? There, there's this great quote from this book called The I Am Discourses um, by St. Germain. And he says in the book, I am here, I am there. And his perspective on those words, I am, his perspective is that, that we are all God in action. We're all made possible, able to be, breathe, live, move our goddamn hands, shake our ass because of the intelligence of God. It is only through God acting through us, giving us the ability to act, that we are able to act. And that is true for every single thing in our existence. And in this perspective of God, it's not a white man in the clouds or even something personal. It's more of a mysterious force or energy that cannot be described or named. And it's similar to the Eastern philosophy of the Tao, you know, a force that is in everything and flows everything, but isn't named or can't be grasped. And I think that different cultures all have the same, I think they're all pointing to the same thing, but they just have different symbols and ways of expressing it because they're different. But I think that the idea is still the same, that this force of mystery that we've assigned these symbols to, this force exists and it is to be guided or to be guiding our lives. So I've, I've been trying to like remove myself. Like even when I went out last night, I've just, I tried to just stay a witness and just sit back from myself as like my personality and my name and my body and everything I've been through. I try to just, I've been trying and it's very difficult. I've been trying to just remove myself from that and stay behind it, right? And what I've noticed is I'll have moments when I'm, I'm like I'm in myself and 
I'm thinking about my future, my past, my goals, whatever I want to do. I'm, I'm, I'm in what they like call like the ego, which I like to just call the self, like your personality, who you are, who you created. Like I'll be in that, and then I have a moment of coming out of it and being behind it and watching it and laughing at it and enjoying it. And every single time, the moments when I get to sit behind it are always more peaceful and they're always more calm and I have more peace. Like I just feel better because I'm not stressing about myself and, you know, my, my wants or needs and my doubts and my fears, which are all up there. They're all in the smoke of this reality. They're, they're, it's like smoke and mirrors. You know what I'm saying? But I've just been trying to stay detached. And it's like I've been trying to realize that I'm, I'm the person playing, holding the controller behind the TV in the first person video game. I'm not the I'm not the video game character. I'm the person holding the controller sitting behind watching what the character's doing. You know, and it's crazy how I this thinking even you know, I've I've been I've thought like this before, but how it came back to me around this time and how I found myself back to it was doing a sickness. Like, I had gotten sick about a week ago, and it was this crazy fever, and I was cold, I was hot, and I woke up on a Saturday morning, it was around 8 o'clock, I remember I woke up, and I laid in my bed, and I'm, I'm laying in my bed, I'm laying like upside down in my bed, I'm where my, my head is where my feet are supposed to be, my feet are where my head's supposed to be on my pillow, I'm just rolling around, kind of like half awake, half asleep. I finally get up and I like cough and I immediately feel my throat is like stuffed with like mucus and I'm like oh shit and my head feels heavy it feels like my body's trying to like collapse to the ground I'm like yeah let me get my ass back in bed and I text my boss and I'm not gonna be able to make it in and for the next six seven hours throughout the day I was just out of it I was in bed, um, and I remember I went to the beach, like I got in the water and I tried to do things like I wasn't really sick, but I was. And I mean, the second day was even worse. I felt like I was just a a goddamn burrito wrapped up. Like I was so cold. And then I felt like a burrito you had to unwrap because I would get hot as hell and I'd get naked and I'd be under my covers and I remember there were times where like I'd be watching a show and I'd be watching something for an hour or two and then there were times where like I just had to sit there and in those moments when I just had to sit there curled up in the fetal position just kind of breathing and like feeling this fucking wave of heat over me I realized a lot and it weirdly made me see that my focus has been on my goals and my achievements and the things that I want to do and I've lost touch with 
my inner self. Oh, I've lost I've lost touch with the fact that I'm just here, alive, healthy. I have loved ones around me, and I can enjoy this journey. And I can enjoy being here. And I can enjoy life. I lost touch with that and became hyper focused on things, materials, achievements. And I'm very dramatic. Like I made like a, a death note. I like recorded a, a, a voice note like I was about to die or something. And I'm like, listen, man, if this is my last time here, this is my last little thing, just understand that striving is not it. Enjoy it. Enjoy the journey. <laughs> I thought that was funny, but I remember like, I love, I love asking questions to the air and to myself and to space and to, to nothingness, right? Because anytime I ask a question and I ask the question, something comes. So while I was sick and while I was feeling that heat wave, uh, laying there in the fetal position, I just asked questions. I said, you know, what is this trying to tell me? Like, what's going on? Why am I feeling this right now? What is this trying to show me? And, you know, I was, I heard from the nothingness and the smoke and the air. What came back to me was like, yo, put the focus on your inner world. You've been focused too much on the outer world. That's all the smoke and mirrors. And here is what really matters. What you're searching for by grinding and, and you know, nose to the grindstone, trying to accomplish things. What you're looking for in that, you already have in here. And all you have to do is spend time bringing it out. Spend time connecting back to it. Give yourself three months and just see what happens if you focus in here, if you lock back in here, and if you listen to in here, and if you're guided by in here. So that's the journey that I'm currently on, just trying to let, let what's behind myself, my personality, my thoughts, my goals, that that like witness that's always there like if I'm quiet or if I pay attention to it I can I can feel it there's what's going on but there's always like this this witness behind everything that's happening and it's just like there observing it doesn't do anything it doesn't say anything it doesn't have any wants or needs it just straight observes. And when I feel into that, the witness that, that just sits there and observes, I realize that that witness never changes no matter what's going on on the outside. It just keeps witnessing. And the more I try to connect to that and allow that, the more I feel like I can be in flow. This was a cool conversation. Um, I hope you enjoy your day. I hope on your side of the journey, 
and I hope things are going well. I hope that like you're paying attention to the lessons and the things that this seemingly uncontrolled world is trying to show you. I hope that you you can see what's going on in your life and listen to what your life is trying to bring out of you. Hey, don't forget to enjoy the journey. Laugh, smile, cry. Enjoy it. See you later, alligator. After a while, crocodile. See you soon.